Hello and welcome to Unzipped. Uh, thank you for tuning in again, sticking with me. You guys are great. Make sure that you're following me on Twitter, personally at mmichaels00, and follow the pod at unzippedpod. Again, mmichaels00 for my personal Twitter, and unzippedpod for the podcast. So today we are going to be unzipping dating and dating apps. Now, a lot of my perspective is going to be from um, like a gay man's perspective, but I do like to have a different you know, point of view on things. So today our guest is going to be a good friend of mine. Her name is Casey. Say hello. Hi, everybody. So Casey and I met, it would have been a year ago. Yeah. Um, in October, we met through a friend of ours. Um, you met her on episode one, Rebecca. We were co-workers and decided to take a very last minute trip to Philadelphia. It was for Halloween. We went to, what was that? The haunted It prison? was Eastern State Penitentiary. Eastern State, yes, yes, yes. So we did that. That's in 2018, we, October 2018 it was. So that was almost two years almost ago. Almost two years. Yeah, wow. Time flies. Okay. So almost two years now. Um, we met on that trip. It was, again, me, Rebecca, her, and her then-husband. Yes, now we married at that point. Yeah, I was married <laughs> at that point. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll get to that. <laughs> right, right. So I'll just like to start off and say, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. Um, enjoying the nice weather, uh, getting outside a lot, uh, just trying to stay positive and hopeful throughout the rest of this whole pandemic right, thing. Right. It's crazy. It's yeah. really, really crazy. Um, so as you just said, you were married. Um, how long were, how long were you married? Okay. So, um, I'm going to be able to offer like a really unique perspective on like the whole dating, dating apps, relationships thing we're going to go over today. So I am actually only 26 years old and was married for approximately 14 months before oh, wow. I got separated. <laughs> um, so, you know, with all that. Um, well, are you dating for a long time now? We dated about three years prior to getting married. Okay. Yeah. That's, we were together for a while. A I'm, yeah. He swiped me up. Sh- fresh 21 <laughs> like he was like oh yeah I'm gonna ruin her life <laughs> uh, hilarious yeah <laughs> so yeah 21 to um 25 almost 26 until okay. we officially were divorced so yeah it's fun so dated for <laughs> three years and what so you're 24 do you have any kids I'm 26 26 sorry yeah I have I do I have two girls okay Bella and Cora they're great um they're not his kids so like that's really nice that we were able to like detach like yeah. per- permanently. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like I'm actually really grateful for that. Gotcha. So have you been dating? Well, it's all pretty new. Um, I didn't at first for a while. I like, really secluded myself from the whole like dating thing. I really took, wanted to take time to like heal and like heal wholly. And I know that comes yeah. from like within yourself. And I didn't like I, I took it very seriously of like what that means and like looked at like different avenues you can take and everyone works in different ways and gets over things differently and like some people they do turn towards alcohol or they do turn towards like dating apps right away or like the whole rebound thing I just knew like for me personally that's not how I work like so I just like internalized you know like 
cried a lot, (laughs) read a lot, (laughs) spend time with friends. Like, you know, there's days you don't get out of bed for a while. And and that's just kind of how I took things. And I think it did help my healing process quicker to kind of do it that way. So I, I really didn't start. I would say like February, I started opening up to the idea of dating again. Um, just like meeting people and putting myself out there. Yeah. Okay, but I think that is uh, a road that most people don't go down. The whole like self-reflection and healing before jumping back out into the dating world, especially for people who are so young, because, you know, we're so used to just rebounding so quickly from from lots of things, losing a job, not being friends with somebody anymore. Um, but I think that's really interesting and good that you decided to, um, handle yourself first before putting yourself back out there. So before we talk about kind of what you were doing dating, um, as a gay guy, we have dating apps. Um, there are a few of them. There's Grinder, Scruff, Jacked. They all kind of have different um, audiences that they serve. Is there an equivalent of that for straight people? <laughs> Well, seeing as that's what you guys use, um, yeah, I mean, we, I think their most popular ones are like Tinder, obviously, okay. which I think everyone uses Tinder. I think so too. Um, Bumble, there is Hinge. I feel like there might be like another one. Yeah. But which those... ones do you use? So <laughs> <laughs> let's just say I really tried. Like I did. I downloaded Tinder. I downloaded Bumble. That was gone right away. And then I downloaded Hinge. Uh, there were some really funny stories <laughs> that led me to them already being gone. <laughs> like they are already gone. I was like, okay, Hilarious. like this is just not my journey, but I really tried. What was, if you can remember one of the kind of like craziest situations you had. So the funny oh, Tinder yes. one that made me want to delete it. <laughs> so I'm a little picky, I guess you could say like, I'm not someone who like, <clears throat> I'm not one, like, who's super huge on just, like, random hookups. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that everyone I sleep with it needs to be anything serious or project to be anything serious. But yeah. I, I like to, like, get to know someone at least a little bit first. So it's, like, not awkward. I don't know. Like, usually the first time I meet someone, I can't get intimate with them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I'm looking, looking. Never, haven't found anyone. I'm like, this is so dumb. And then there's a cute kid who lives near me. He's six foot five. Yes, he's a lawyer. Yes. I'm like, he's cute. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we're just talking and... <laughs> This is why I had to delete it. And he's like, so what are you looking for? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just looking to have fun and meet people and whatever, the whole thing. And he goes, well, if I'm going to be transparent, I'm into foot stuff. Uh. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. Day one, he's already letting you know. Right away. First guy, I'm like, okay, maybe we can meet up. In the foot foot play, I I said, okay, so what exactly? I didn't want to not, you know, I was like, what exactly is foot play? And he goes. Kissing feet, licking feet, worshiping feet. No, wait, no. Did he want to lick your feet or did he want you to lick his feet? I didn't even get that part of the conversation. I was like, I can't tell. Because when he said worshiping feet, I was yeah. like, I can't tell if you're serious. And he's like, unfortunately, I am. And I was like, unfortunately, I'm going to have to block you and delete this app. Uh, so I met somebody um, when I was, I think, 25. Um, he was... He owned his own business. He was in marketing, um, in marketing, um, very attractive, amazing body. And he was very much into feet. And I would let him, you know, lick my feet. (laughs) And when one day we were like kind of just laying and he was licking my feet and I felt his foot creeping up (laughs) my chest. And I was just like, oh, no, I, I... 
you can do my toast, but I'm not doing your toast. So I would have given that a chance if it was just if it was just him licking my toes. Okay. Like, I'm not into it, but. Well, maybe, like, wine and dine me first <laughs> before you bring that up. Like, I didn't even no, meet true. you. That's true. I was like, okay, no. So that happened, and then I think, like, the next day someone messaged me out of nowhere and was just like, you look like you give really good blowjobs. And that's when I was just like, I'm not doing this. Like, I can't get with the culture of these uh, things. Where, so that's just, like, how you say hello, though, on the gay apps. So that's not shocking. I, f- I understand. No, I do. No, I understand that. But I just realized like, that's just not my journey. Yeah, no, like that's yeah. not yeah, for right. me. Like in that way, like I am a very like outgoing person. I love that journey for you. <laughs> yes. I love that journey for you, Michael, but not for me. <laughs> I like to like be a little more personal yeah, with people. Sure. I'm a little kind of awkward um, with the whole hookup thing. I know you wouldn't think it cause I seem so like not impersonable, <laughs> but I'm pretty awkward actually. Yeah. That Hilarious. might be shocking. Okay. So that was the worst. And you said you deleted it. Have you sworn off of the apps? Are you kind of done? Are you going to maybe feel them out, see how it goes after some time passes? Yeah, probably. I mean, we'll just, you know, you literally never know where life takes you. And I haven't thought that through. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I think just right now, too, with being like in quarantine, it's like, what can you really do with them? And then you're just having these weird conversations with people. And it's just like, I don't know. I have enough going on that I just, I tried it. It gave me a bad feel. Um, deleted that and then like the whole oh, hinge thing I had a funny I actually yeah. did meet up with one person okay tell us that story oh. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear this yet I have not oh gosh it was probably one of the most actually awkward things in my life okay. and this is then when I swore them off so there was just this kid he was cute whatever nothing nothing crazy we didn't even talk all that much I guess he ended up being down in Tennessee his family has like a lake house and he was down there for a month but I didn't even okay. like realize like oh we haven't talked like we never talked anything crazy and then all of a sudden he gets back and he's like well let's like hang out and I'm like you know what fine like he wasn't creepy or pervy yeah. like to me like if I didn't meet you and you're pervy like off the bat like I'm not meeting you yeah um so that was fine we then decided to meet up like for dinner cook dinner hang out okay so we're doing this I'm cooking like he just keeps like slinking over like like, touching my shoulder like you have anyway so we do the whole dinner thing I could just tell off the bat it wasn't I'm just like there was no connection I'm kind of like sitting here like well I wish like one of my friends would have came over instead like I'm not interested (laughs) in this anymore (laughs) like pretty much off the bat nothing wrong he was very good looking tall like good job like fine in that way so then we go to sit and like have a conversation yeah okay after dinner whatever he freaking gets close to me. And like, I told you, I'm awkward. So like, you have to be like reading my body signals at this point. Yeah. Like kind of touches my shoulder at one point. I like shiver, like get off of me. And oh God, I can't even know how to relive this. <laughs> so his, his hands like kind of like around, but like kept touching me, but I would like kind of move. So it wouldn't touch me. Yeah. He literally goes in for a kiss. I physically have never had to swerve a guy in person. (laughs) Like, I've swerved. But I literally, we picture it. We're kind of like catty corner, like a little facing each other. I grabbed my arms, swerved motion, and went, oh, hug. (laughs) And then he, I was like, I'm sorry, but like, that's just like, I'm just talking to you, getting to know you. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do at all. It's like, cause that leads to other things. And I'm just not interested right now in that. And he goes, Oh, I'm sorry. Like I just, the vibes you were putting down. And I was like, what vibes? I'm like the fact that I talked and words came out of my mouth. Right. Like what vibes? Right. So it got real awkward. Um, 
I think I asked him for feedback. I was like, okay, so other than this, like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, before this moment, we're got awkward. Like, how would you say it when? Yeah. Like, was it awkward at all? Like, what's the feedback? He's like, I have never been asked for feedback on a date. I said, okay, good. You'll never forget me. There's the door. Have a safe drive home. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> and then I blocked him on everything. Yeah. So then I swore that that was icing on the cake. I swore dating on dating apps. So before this, though, had you ever been on a dating app? Um, funny story. I was a Tinderella. <laughs> I met my husband on Tinder. Okay. Um, I he my husband was ex husband was actually the first guy I ever met up with from Tinder. Wow. And then I deleted it. Never met up with anyone else. But I knew kind of like who he was when we swiped because we're yeah. from the, it's not a big area and we were from here. So like. I knew his sister, kind of, so it's not like he was a total stranger. I was like, okay. oh, okay, like, Josh, like, that's his name, Josh. Gotcha. I was like, oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, so other than that, no. I just, I just really. wonder if that kind of um, mixed signals kind of situation happens often for women. Because, again, um, not that gay guys always go into these situations um, with sex in mind, but generally, like, when you set up a situation on the apps, like that's what you're going over there for. And not saying that women aren't interested in sex because you, you clearly are, but I think it's, it's usually different. Like you're looking for a date, someone to have dinner with a nice conversation. And then maybe if it happens for gay guys, it's definitely like, when is it going to happen? Yeah. Like, you know, well, not not if night. just when. So I was just wondering if that is that kind of miscommunication is something that, um, has it maybe happened to you often or you hear if your friends say that happens to them often? So actually that's another, like I would say the reason why I did like finally delete them all is because I respect and I understand that that is the culture of dating apps. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's like, once again, it's just like not for me. Um, and I think finding something else is kind of the exception of that. And I think at the forefront of it all of any, whichever one you're on is hookups. And I think if anything that, that had proved it because like I had maybe got Snapchats of a couple people, but off the bat they were pervy. Right. And I'm like, I'm just not about like, no, this kid, like I said, he wasn't pervy. He was never like anything sexual. So I was like, okay, maybe if anything, like a friend, yeah, like new peeps to hang out with. I don't know. Right. Um, so that's what I realized. I'm like, this is really truly just the culture of this. And that is fine. Like there's literally nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do and that's what makes you happy. But I just had to realize like, that's just not for me. Yeah. Um, and a funny fact though, like, so the weekend, like me leading up to hang out with this kid, I was having a conversation with one of my good girlfriends at work Okay. and she has been actively looking. She's on all the sites. She's been on them for a year. Like she yeah. is like about that life. Like she knows all about it. And she was basically <laughs> telling me this. she was like, every time I see a guy, they try to hook up or they want to do this. And like, at yeah. that point I didn't understand. I'm like, well, have they been weird before? Like I was trying to understand it more and I immediately called her after and I was like, I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I was like, it's, I think that's just dating apps. So if that's for you, go for it. But right. for me, it's just not the cheese. Do you um, find that meeting guys like in person is easier for you? Absolutely. You that? Yeah. I want to like, and I, I actually really didn't want to even download it. I was like, I'm not downloading these. I'm someone who I wanted to meet someone organically. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, especially in like today's generation and day and age, like when everyone is just so focused on like social media, it's like human human interaction has oh, gone sure. so down. So I think to meet someone or see someone out in public and like 
honestly like have the balls or the initiative yeah, or yeah, something yeah. about them to go up to them in person and say hey this or that or to go to someone and be like who's this person I think that you have a way better chance of having a connection in that way and yeah. it being organic and natural um so truly I think that's what I need to wait for because at the end of the day I'm not actively seeking anything yeah okay so I think that's just what it comes down to. Like, I'm not actively looking for anything to the point where I'm going to live my life and I'm going to have fun. And if something really great and cool comes my way, I'm not going to turn that situation down. But I'm also not out searching for it. Gotcha. So you say that you're not looking um, actively looking, but if it happens, it happens. What kind of guy would you be open to, you know, hanging out with or seeing if they did come say hi to you, like out at a bar or a restaurant? Okay. So when I say I'm not actively looking, like, I think that's probably one of the biggest things of how people get themselves into bad relationships is they're yeah. actively looking. I, at the end of the day, I am like a relationship type girl. Like I like okay. having my person. I like intimacy. I like deep connection. So like at the back of everything, I do want to find my person and I do want to find my soulmate. But I think the big thing from like actively looking versus just living your life and having someone come into it is like, I feel like when you're actively looking and I feel like this is what happened to me with meeting my ex-husband is like, when you do that, it's almost like you're waiting to be chosen. Yeah. Yeah. And like, your priorities at that point like okay they look good we have fun together they have some sort of like stability decent job and can do fun things with me yeah and they choose me that is how I can say my relationship started with my ex at this point okay I, my mentality has switched to like who do I choose like I and that took a lot of like really like personal growth and like reflection like yeah it really took like finding myself to be able to know what I really need and want in a partner. So I feel like I've grown so much to know that now that I didn't know when I was younger. So I went from waiting to be chosen to now being the one who wants to choose the person, but it'd be like mutual, like a fuck yeah for both of us. Completely understand. So I was in a relationship for five years. Um, and like hands down the best boyfriend that I ever had. And I compare, anyone I meet who's trying to date me to him. Like he was the best boyfriend that I ever had. I never had a nice boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a nice boyfriend. Like I thought of that. Hilarious. Like I wonder what that would feel like. Mm. Oh, I mean, so while we're together is a story for a different day, but um, he was really, really amazing. And um, just for reasons we couldn't stay together, but I do, I, I, know what my top is you know what what the standard is and I don't settle for for anything less than that so I think that's great that you know the experience that you had even though it didn't end well you still got something good out of it you know what you want and you know you know what you don't want I think is what's most important as well people don't um, think about that I would literally as like if you knew the like the end of like I mean, you know everything. Um, it ended really bad for us. I mm. ended up finding him actually in the basement of my home with another girl. Um, but the truth is, like, there was things before that that I ignored and, like, reasons that I stayed that weren't true to me and that weren't good. Yeah. Um, and I, as much as I want to, like, you can sit there and be the person, who, oh, they did this to me. They cheated on me. He's so terrible. 
I was like that maybe for the first three days. And then I turned it once again, like inward, like, why did I stick around for this? Why yeah. did I feel like I needed this person? Mm. Why did I put myself through this? So it was a lot of like accountability and responsibility. Why, to an extent. why did you? I think that I just had, I think at a certain point when you really love someone, it's hard. I'm mm. like a very loyal type person. Yeah. Um, like when, if I am with you, like I'm with you, like, yeah. and that can, I think can be a really good quality about me. But unfortunately I think that I've given that part of me to people who didn't deserve it. Gotcha. 21 year old Casey was a lot different. She was a lot more insecure. She wasn't, I didn't know myself. Um, that's just what it came down to. I think was like, poor self-esteem at that point I'm a much different person than I am now that I wouldn't do that again but you know starting off that way that's how it was but I have grown and as crazy as it's been I literally would not change one single thing that's happened because I am in such a good place (laughs) and I genuinely like love the person I became and am becoming and how my life is and the people that are in it I would not change a single thing about the last five years of my life that's good yeah so you feel that um like how has this then experienced shaped your or has it shaped your outlook for dating in the future absolutely i know you said that you're hoping for things to come organically but um again are you looking would you be interested in getting married again i absolutely would I would give marriage and love because I feel like I didn't have a fighting chance. Like, I honestly said, like, I don't even feel like I was married. Like, it was so one-sided. And again, I'm not looking for pity or, oh, this poor girl, she seems so nice. This guy was a dick. Like, no, this poor girl decided to stay in that. Like, this poor girl accepted those things. So you can can only complain about it when it's your choice to a certain degree. But that being said, um, I am – actually, that was one of the things that got me through it was – I think deep down I knew it was a mistake yeah. and I was so happy to have the opportunity to really find like true love and to find my person and to have that marriage and that love that I really always wanted that he was truly never going to be able to give me. So mm. I am very excited for the future and to be able to find that. That's exciting. Yeah. Does having um, two little girls shape the kind of kind of person that you look for? Um Like, are you looking for, I think most people are looking for somebody, if you have kids who are going to be good with kids, but, um, like I know people who want someone maybe who's, who's had kids as well. So they understand like what that whole dynamic is. Um, do you not care? I don't care if they have kids or not. I just feel like maybe people with kids are more receptive to it but to be honest I have never because me and my children's father we we were very young we had kids very young Um, I have never dated anyone actually who had had kids they've all been single guys who that I just ended up dating I'm sure having kids to a degree obviously impacts who I date Um, but that being said I've always I feel have had this image of like what I want for my life. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of helped choose who I dated with or without kids. Gotcha. Um, so like I even talked to a lot, like I have a really, a lot of really good, like platonic guy friends who have, and they all want to come to me for their relationship problems. <laughs> they think I'm therapeutic and I think it's good to have, and it's nice because I go to them too for like yeah. a guy's point yeah. of view. And it's nice for them to come to me. Cause I, especially guys, they struggle with that. Like they're not going to talk to their other guy friends about this stuff that like my few really good guy friends talk to me about. And every time I ask all of them what they're looking for, it's like, they all literally say the same freaking thing. Someone that I ha- can have good sex with and have fun with. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's, 
that's what got me into my first marriage. Like, it has to be deeper than that. So it's like you need to really know what you're looking for. And you kind of asked me that, and I'm like – but what qualities do you want in this girl? And yeah. they go blank. They go stark blank. Hilarious. I'm like, that are was... you able to answer answer that question though? Me? Yeah. yeah. So what qualities would you want for a guy? So for me, definitely a big thing is um, you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying just from like a point of view, like obviously you have to be attracted to someone, but I'm a nurse. I definitely am into health and fitness. Like I'm not, obviously like the fittest person or the most healthiest person, but it is a priority to me. And it's something yep. that matters. And I think people who care about their health and well-being that says a lot about them as a person. Agree. Um, so that's the thing. It's like the qualities that you look for, you have to really dig di- like deep down and think, well, what does this say and mean about a person? And how does this come about as the person they are? Yeah. So like, to me, like you have to be healthy, you have to work out, you have to be conscious of what you eat to a degree. Um, my, and second thing is, and this, and you said what you learned from the past. Um, well, first off, my ex-husband didn't take care of himself at all, and that did bother me. Yeah. Um, and the drinking thing, he was like an alcoholic, I ended up finding out. And I knew mm. he drank a lot, and we actually fought about that a lot. Yeah. But to me, like, and especially in the area I live in, it's like suburban, there's really nothing to do. Like, everyone just drinks. And like, don't get me wrong, I'll drink and yeah. I'll have my fun, <laughs> but it's not a priority to me. Yeah. I will literally never be in a situation where I'm arguing with someone about going to the bar. Right. So off the bat, like, they're, like if I see a guy, like, there actually was one guy, we, I talked about him with you, that I hung out with, that yeah. I was really interested in. I thought he was, like, super hot. He mm. was older. He owned a house. Like, really cool but like when I just dug through his social media and saw like his group of friends and like I'm assuming how he was like pre-quarantine yeah I off the bat was like you know what this wouldn't work like he like and if that's what he wants to do and he looks like he has fun and he has no reason to not do that but like that's just not a lifestyle of someone I want to get involved in so like the not drinking which leads to like having actual hobbies which is something a lot of people don't have and I don't care what that is like and to me, I working out is a hobby, but that can't be your only hobby. That kind of right. goes into like the need to take care of yourself thing. Yeah. But like a hobby, like for me, I love plants. Yeah. Um, I like reading. I like trying new coffee shops. I like, so like whatever that might be for you, but yeah. you need to have a healthy hobby because when you don't, that's when you get bored and that's when most people just go to drinking right. and wasting your time and money out doing pointless things. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, obviously, you have to be, like, hot. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> be hot. Like, you gotta I be mean, hot. like, the things have to be Do there. Do you have, um, because you're a short girl, how tall are you? Hmm, I'm, like, f- almost 5'3". Do you have, um, so my ex, the one I told you was, like, amazing, was only five foot tall. And I have, he's the shortest guy I've ever dated and probably will be the shortest guy that I, I ever dated. So da- tiny. So tiny. <laughs> Um, I generally like taller guys. Um, I, I, think, am I think we all do. Like five ten, five eleven, right? <laughs> I think everyone does. Um, and most of my my boyfriends have been six foot, six two, six. Like they've all been really tall. Um, do you have a height preference? So funny you bring that up because <laughs> I do. But actually, both of my exes, my ex husband and then my boyfriend before him, were both little shrimps. They were five seven, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. I get stuck with all these freaking short guys like you got to be five nine like don't at me unless you're five nine or above please don't at me right there you should have saw the signs right there in the beginning (laughs) i learned i learned my lesson (laughs) five nine haul at me right five nine and up (laughs) please thank you hilarious 
So, I mean, so I do think that it's good, like you said, to have um, hobbies, healthy hobbies, take care of yourself. Um, and you, you talked a, a little bit about the drinking. Are there any other things that you are kind of like red flags for you that... One of the biggest things, too, is honestly and so many people is self-awareness like you can just tell if someone has like is emotionally developed yeah or not and I feel like I sh- I knew off the bat that my ex wasn't like yeah. literally our relationship started with me at the beach right before like we became exclusive I guess a girl he was another he was seeing both of us messaging me saying are you talking to my boyfriend Josh <laughs> and what does dumb Casey do get back from the beach and get exclusive with this guy right. like are you kidding me so just like signs of that like I feel like if you like I need to have like a, be able to have a deep conversation with you yeah. basically like you can tell people who are underdeveloped or stunted um so you have to have that sort of like responsibility and ability for growth and development and all those things because I have a sense of like I'm definitely not perfect but I have a want and a willingness to always learn and grow and be better and like take feedback. So you got to kind of have to be on that level. Okay. So you meet your guy at 21. You get married three years later and are divorced about a year later. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Accurate. I mean, it's not funny, but it is. we can laugh about it's it now. It's my favorite story. Can, yeah. We can laugh about it's it now. It's a great story. But I'm, I'm sure in when you were in it, when it happened, like, you don't have to give us details, but take us back emotionally the day, you know, that it was like ending. Where Ooh, were you? <laughs> that was very hard day. So... Whatever he owns a restaurant yeah. bar in the local area. It was the one, it was the one year anniversary for the restaurant bar. I was there working. I am a nurse, like I said. So I work the next morning at like I get up like six a.m. Um, to go to work, and I was there working till like midnight, twelve thirty. He, you know, he was drinking whatever they live band, all the things. Uh, you know, love you, good night, see you at home. I go home, I go to sleep. He stumbles in four a.m., wakes me up. We have a conversation. You know, well, you didn't get home so late. Yeah. It's 4.30. You, you're waking me up. Who drove you home? You're shit-faced. Yeah. Um, you know, so, again, throughout our relationship, he was unfaithful a lot. Yeah. Um, So I will say, like, that caused a lot of anxiety within me, which, once again, like, is my own personal issue. And, like, yeah. that anxiety, I'm sure, led to other issues. But they were, like, founded really good. But I was really under the impression that I was crazy. <laughs> Um, which I, I really know now, like I wasn't, yeah. he was just not a good person, but, um, so he brushes his teeth and when he's drunk, he does not like, I know this man, like he yeah. doesn't brush his teeth. So right instantly there, anxiety, heart sinks. I go, what's he brushing his teeth for? <laughs> is he sneaking out? Like, literally, this is like actually yeah. what goes on yeah. in Casey's, like this is what was going on in my head. Yeah. Um, so straight anxiety, heart rate's probably 150. I'm like, why is he brushing his teeth? Where's he going? Is he trying to sneak out? Is he going to go do something? Blah, 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 blah. Right. No, Casey, relax, calm down. So he goes downstairs, turns the TV on. I think, okay, he's going to watch TV downstairs. I thought I heard something. Okay, so this is like, gives me a flashback to when we were dating right before we got engaged. I caught him cheating on me one time um, because I was upstairs. He once again came home drunk, woke me up. 
I heard him on a, like talking to someone in a low voice. So I went down and found like he was like with this girl all night. They were talking about getting a hotel room together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like so I had immediate flashbacks to that time. Like yeah. that indiscretion. So I thought I heard something talking. I literally <laughs> I'm not kidding you. 430 in the morning. Get out of my bed and go sit on my steps and try to listen. Yeah. In that moment I go what he always told me. Casey you're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. You're insecure. You're being irrational. Go to bed. So instead of looking at it. I listened to what he always told me that I was crazy and I went and I laid back down. Yeah. And two hours later I wake up to go to work and I find him in the basement with a girl. Oh wow. Naked. So um that was just truly, honestly, one of the worst moments. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine. It's just like all the fears you had. Like I said, I had a lot of anxiety, which it's to be expected when you're with a cheater. Like, yeah. but again, that's your choice to stay with that. That right. is like, you can't really blame anyone else. No one had a gun to your head saying you have to stay in it. Yeah. You chose to. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot of fears. Um, and like actually having probably one of your worst fears, like play out in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> it was really emotional. Um, and then like, just even like finding out the aftermath, like obviously I was like heartbroken. Like I went to freaking work that day. Yeah. Like and the next day and like was a zombie for a while. Um, and like, I don't know. Then you find out like, okay, so that happened. What did he do? He drove her home. They went out to Seven Springs uh, Resort together. Oh, they wow. dated for like two weeks after. Oh, wow. And here I am like <laughs> heartbroken. <laughs> but um, yeah, the emotional part of it was, I mean, his his at that at that moment yeah like there there was it was 100 percent done like if i didn't have my doubts and i and i did have my doubts in general about the marriage like even besides the cheating like i had yeah. my doubts in that moment i was like he's really ancient right i was like this is so far done there's literally no coming back from this and um just like a healing process from then on out i yeah. guess So you find your husband in the basement with another girl and that's devastating, of course. Um, how, after all is said and done, how did you find like the strength to just get up out of bed after that? I mean, I guess at the end of the day, I've always been like a pretty strong person. Like mm -hmm. I've always been a doer. And I'm not someone who, like, lets inconveniences and things, like, get to me. Like, there's just different kinds of people in the world. And yeah. I've always been, I guess, a pretty resilient person. Um, and just, like, very, like, go-getter type of mentality. So, like, as much as it sucked, there's nothing to do but, like, move forward, you know? Like, right. there's obviously it was really bad days where I just laid in bed. And, I mean, I probably didn't eat for a week after this. Oh, wow. But, I mean, how anyone else does it, one day at a time, one minute at a time, one hour at a time, like, yeah. you just have to do it. And having kids, obviously, like, there's in a job, oh, in yeah. a house. <laughs> you like, have to get up. <laughs> there's things you have to do. Yeah. But not saying that being, a, like, because moms these days are just so hard on themselves. Like, I literally sure. had to talk. My kids are a little bit older. Like, I had to talk with them. I was like, listen, like, that was their stepdad. I was like, things don't work out I was yeah. like mom is really sad and there's gonna be days where I'm just gonna lay on this couch and on those days like you're gonna go to grandma's house like right. <laughs> mom's sad and like she'll get through this and it's okay to be sad yeah when things happen in life 
uh, you know, just be paid. Like they were so patient and kind with me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it's nice that they're like older and I can like talk to them in that level. Yeah. But it, it really is just like I had things I had to do still and I just did them. And right. before long, you know, life became normal again. Yeah. If you could go back to your 21 year old self knowing, you know, what you know now, not necessarily about him, but just about relationships and love and yourself like you said you know you you found um a new sense of self about what you want and what you don't want what advice would you give that girl well as I mentioned earlier like and I mean this like if I could go back in time and have a video of my whole relationship and marriage I can honestly say I wouldn't change it because like how would that alter my life now and I wouldn't want it altered I I'm so happy with it. And I think if anything would have been different, I wouldn't be where I am or who I am. So I truly wouldn't even say, hey, don't don't yeah. swipe right. right. <laughs> like I wouldn't <laughs> say that or hey, leave after the first like shady vibe. Like yeah. um, but what I would just give Casey is again, something I mentioned before is stop waiting to be chosen. Yeah. Put the time into yourself, become somebody you're proud of. And just take the time to really know yourself. Yeah. Because that's, that's where I think like true happiness comes from. And that's like my goal in life. I just want to be like, have like a happy and healthy family unit. I feel that. And I feel as far as your advice, I, I feel the same way. Like our experiences shape us for good or bad. Um, I remember telling my dad that um, I didn't, so my mom and dad were like together, not together a lot of me growing up. And um, my dad reminded me in my adult years that I had said to him that um, I, he says I said I didn't need him, but I don't remember it that way. But what I had said was that um, I'm okay, despite him kind of not being there consistently that I still turned out okay and that he shouldn't feel bad about, you know, not being there. Because well, that, that probably sounds like a little bit of guilt on his end. Like, yeah, you don't need me. Yeah, that's what I think me. it was. But I'm like, no, like, I still turned out all right and I'm okay. And, you know, you had choices that you needed to make and a life that you needed to live. And unfortunately, it just didn't, you know, involve me. And that's okay. I turned out okay. So, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other, my life any other way either. Because, again, those those experiences do shape who you are now. And That comes from, like, a really good point. Like, a lot of people come from, like, family issues. And yeah. I honestly, I think in dating, a lot of things have to stem from people's relationships with their parents. Because oh, that has such a huge impact on your ability to love and be loved as an adult. And it's like, you can't help the traumas you went through, Yeah. but it's whether or not like you, you, you don't have a responsibility for that. Like you didn't choose that, but you have a responsibility to heal and not put that shit on other people. And True. it sounds like that's what you did. And I've seen both sides of it. Like I didn't have like a perfect life, but like I took the personal responsibility to, despite that, like how you said, like to still be happy and have like yeah. a great life. Like, like unfortunately my ex had a really, really, really fucked up troubled childhood. And like that sucks, but he never ever healed from it. He yeah. avoided it. And like now you took that shit and you put it on someone else. And yeah. that's what's wrong. 
and that comes with like having the like I said to you like the self-awareness and like actualization and personal responsibility and like just like you're great people like I love you like you wouldn't be a friend of mine if you weren't like that like you just have that sense to you (laughs) yeah and so many people lack that yeah and that ability so yeah it's un it's unfortunate um how many people can't get past their past and it's like you're never going to be happy until you do. True. You have to put in the hard work. True. I actually had a high school boyfriend. Um, hey, high school boyfriend. <laughs> I think he listens. Hey. <laughs> but he was such a mama's boy. Still is. and Still it, single? <laughs> well, actually, no. But it's like, I feel like he dates guys who... And I think it's important for like your family and your, you know boyfriend husband to get along but it's not like end all be all and because he's such a mama's boy like that's how it is like if his mom if he doesn't think they're gonna his mom is gonna like them then like he will not yeah it's it's yeah anyway we're still get off, friends get off the titty if you're on there right get off the titty <laughs> but whatever hey boo, we're still friends i still love you but <laughs> So that was our episode. I want to thank Casey for being my guest today. Uh, Casey is there for for anyone who is interested in maybe, you know, I don't know, taking her out for a drink, having some nice conversation. uh, Do you have uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter you want to let people know they can hit you up on? Yeah, um, I guess the best thing would be Instagram. It's kblaz, K-A-Y-B-L-A-Z-Z. It's just add me. Yeah, add her, add her on the gram. Say hello. Don't be creepy, though. We've already established she's looking for the good vibes and five, nine and up. Five, <laughs> nine and up. Please, dear God, five, nine and up. <laughs> and don't have no get off the tit. <laughs> no titties. We don't need no old issues. Uh, Again, thank you guys for listening. Check me out on Twitter at mmichael00 or unzippedpod. And until next time, thanks.